everybody gather near the doctors in the house. So lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, in our fifth season. And would you believe it? Today is December 1st, and and we are having our 48th episode this, this year. So, ladies and gentlemen, as usual, I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude, and I want you all to become super spreaders. Be a super spreader of love. Be a super spreader of light truth and gratitude okay this is the way we're going to get through this uh time in our lives and i want to remind you what i've told you the past couple weeks ships don't sink because of the water around them ships sink because of the water that gets inside of them so why am i telling you that don't let what is happening around you get inside of you and weigh you down i don't want you sinking so, ladies and gentlemen, this program contains <clears throat> general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I want to thank all of you that have been, have been tuning in to Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. We are having a good time here on Podbean. But as you know, uh, our shows are uh, cataloged and can be heard at, on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Amazon, uh, and Alexa, and Blueberry, and Spotify, iHeartRadio, <coughs> and um, TuneIn Radio now also carry the Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored podcast. <clears throat> and it's a little bit cool here in Florida today not used to this type of weather so you'll hear my voice I'll, i'm sorry about that so on this past saturday 
I talked about the Hopkins study. And today's show is going to be on the diet sodas. Don't, don't, don't fear. But we were ahead of the, uh, ahead of the uh, game talking about that Hopkins study on Saturday. It's uh, made the news in uh, almost every place except the mainstream. And it was a study done by Dr. Briand, Genevieve Briand, Assistant uh, Program Director of Applied Economics, Master's Degree Program at uh, Hopkins, otherwise known as John Hopkins, who gets a lot of funding from the Melinda and Bill Gates uh, Foundation. And basically what that study indicated was that COVID deaths are nothing more than an exercise in relabeling them. And what the researchers found was that we are not having an excess number of deaths this year. But to paraphrase this study, uh, heart, heart disease deaths, cancer deaths all went down by the, similar, by the same number as deaths were increased in the COVID group. So they really stated that, that this COVID has relatively no effect on deaths in the United States. So Brian looked at 2020 data during the seasonal period. COVID-19 deaths exceeded deaths from heart diseases. That was unusual, she thought. Heart disease has always been the number one cause of death, 650,000 a year. However, when taking a closer look at the death number, she noticed something strange. When she compared the number of deaths per cause during that period in 2020 to 2018, she noticed that instead of the expected increases across all causes, there was a significant decrease in deaths due to heart disease. And deaths from other causes went down, which was contrary to what has been observed in previous years. Interestingly, ladies and gentlemen, the total decrease in deaths by other causes almost exactly equal the increase in deaths by COVID-19. So what does Briand think? She thinks that deaths due to heart diseases, respiratory diseases, influenza and pneumonia may instead be or may have been recategorized as being due to COVID-19. And I'm not going to go into the rest of this like I did Saturday, but we'll talk about this again this coming Saturday because Hopkins has retracted this analysis, claiming it was flawed. But, you know, it is not a, a flawed study. They get a lot of their funding from the Gates Foundation. And a lot of these numbers came from the CDC itself. And ladies and gentlemen, do you think this virus is real? Let's talk about this. this let's talk about this virus and the testing for this virus this coming Saturday. Because 
It is saddening to see how the totalitarians have been able to use fear, propaganda, lies, and misinformation to control the vast majority of Americans and make them compliant like sheep. As I've been saying, we have been fooled, schooled, used, and abused in this engineered flu panic. And why is it being done? Is it being done to enslave populations? Uh, So we're not here to ruin your day because uh, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. And the shining light of truth will prevail. It's just that I'm afraid of a new new way of lo- new wave of lockdown. So let me tell you how that's going to happen. There have been no reporting much of Corona because of the holiday that we just experienced, and a lot of government agencies uh, were not working. So a couple of things are going to happen later this week. All of a sudden, you're going to see a big jump in cases. Why? Because they haven't been reported, not because there are new ones. They just have not been reported for days. And what's the other thing that's happening now? A lot of people are not able to get outside, either because of lockdown or weather. Their vitamin D levels drop. And what happens when your vitamin D levels drop? You are susceptible to the flu. So there's going to be a lot of numbers coming out. And maybe another wave of lockdowns to make us subservient and fearful. Because if you want people to be willing to accept a solution, you have to make them realize they have a problem, a dark problem. Okay. So just be prepared for it. And know that it's not as bad as they say because the death rate continues to drop. Saturday, we'll talk about this again. And we'll talk about the vaccines that everybody is so uh, willing to put their arm out of vaccines that have never been used before. Vaccines that get into your cell and can change your DNA. They're called mRNA vaccines. They hijack your cells. Some of them may have a luciferase enzyme in it so that, that you can be tracked. And we'll talk a little bit about what Pfizer did at the end of their study. And maybe the truth of it is that none of us will be going back to our normal lives. But you know what? The elite, the Gateses, the Bezoses, the Rockefellers, the Fauci's, they, this really hasn't affected them. So this vaccine is the carrot that they want us to go after. Right? Okay. So just my take on it. And uh, we'll discuss this on our COVID Saturday. And I may have a guest with me to, to discuss this. So what, why are we talking about artificial sweeteners? Well, because I, what have I said for the last eight months that our vaccine comes from our 
innate immunity and that we have to have a superior interior. We have to keep our gut happy that because our gut has the ability to support 80% plus or minus of our immunity. 80, 80% of our immunity resides in the gut. And we've talked about how to keep, use prebiotics, postbiotics, and sporebiotics in order to keep our gut happy. So what does animal research show? It shows that artificial sweeteners can cause DNA damage. And listen to this, and interfere with the normal and healthy activity of gut bacteria. The artificial sweeteners reviewed were aspartame, sucralose, saccharin, neotame, adventame, and asulfame, potassium. Saccharin caused the greatest, most widespread damage, exhibiting both cytotoxic and genotoxic effects. What does that mean? It was toxic to cells and damages, damaged genetic information in the cells. Aspartame was found to cause DNA damage. Other recent research shows artificial sweeteners damage vascular function and cause cellular changes that may be important during the onset and progression of diabetes and obesity. Isn't that the reason why everybody wants to take these artificial sweeteners? Because they have diabetes and because they don't want to get, get fat? Now, this is an animal study, and remember, observation does not mean causation, but we have to pay attention to it and, and think about it, especially if it's something that can be, can be changed in our lives. There's a journal called Molecules, and they found that all artificial sweeteners currently approved and deemed safe by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration cause DNA damage in and interfere with normal and healthy activity of gut bacteria. So the new vaccines are going to do something to our DNA because the messenger RNA is going to in there go in there and challenge our DNA to make these spike proteins. But we already have these artificial sweeteners in there doing the same thing, huh? So basically, all artificial sweeteners are toxic to gut bacteria. And according to the researchers, the effects on your gut health may in turn affect your body's ability to process regular sugar and other carbohydrates. Now, they went through each one, but as a general rule, they are toxic to your DNA and your gut bacteria. Sucralose. You know, sucralose, as I said, is a chlorine sweetener. It's classified as an organochlorine, toxic to your genes, toxic when heated. I'll get into that in a second. And how about our diabetics out there? Do you know artificial sweeteners are linked to diabetes and cardiovascular disease? Study upon study is showing growing evidence 
that artificial sweeteners raise your risk of obesity and type 2 diabetes, the same or greater than regular sugar. And we're not even talking about fructose and high fructose corn syrup. That, that, that's the subject of another podcast. It seems that high amounts of sugar and artificial sweeteners cause vascular impairment. That may be important during the onset and progression of diabetes and obesity. However, the artificial sweeteners accumulated in the blood and they harm the blood vessel linings to a greater degree than just sugar. And how about artificial sweeteners and weight gain? It's been convincingly shown that artificial sweeteners stimulate appetite. They increase your cravings for carbs. And they cause metabolic dysfunction that promotes fat storage and weight gain. Goes back to 1986 when 78,700 women were followed for a year. And the ones that are used artificial sweeteners were significantly more likely to gain weight compared to those who did not use them on a regular basis, regardless of where they started out in this study, whatever, whatever weight they started out. It was, it was applicable to all weights. A 25 year long San Antonio heart study found that those who drank diet soda were significantly more likely to gain weight compared to those who drank regular soda. The Yale Journal of Biology and Medicine summarized their studies on weight gain and explained those effects, those effects in light of neurobiology of food forward. In other words, you're fooling your brain, but your brain knows better. And it's going to make up those sugar calories later on. So your, your body is infinitely smarter than you think. It is not fooled by zero calorie sweetness. So when you eat something sweet what happens your brain releases dopamine and what does dopamine do that act that activates your brain's reward center you feel good about it you've heard of leptin an appetite regulating hormone that's the one that tells your brain you're full once you have a certain number of calories ingested but when you consume something that tastes sweet but doesn't contain any calories, your brain's pleasure pathway still gets activated by the sweet taste. But there's nothing to deactivate it since the calories never arrive. So what happens? The artificial sweeteners trick your body into thinking that it's going to receive calories, but when the calories fail to arrive, your body continues to signal that it needs more. 
That results in carb cravings, ladies and gentlemen. People who consumed high amounts of artificial sweeteners have higher levels of hemoglobin A1C, which is a long-term measure of blood sugar. You see where I'm going with this. So if you want to improve your health, what do you think? Well, I think you have to ditch the artificial sweeteners. Type 2 diabetics especially, if you're overweight and have insulin resistance. You have to understand this. I have a stack of abstracts about artificial sweeteners linked to glucose intolerance. Study after study. And sucralose, which is known as Splenda, that has a significant list of safety concerns. You know, when you heat Splenda, it releases something called chloropropanols. You know what, the, and you, I know you don't know what they are. I didn't know about it, but they belong to a class of toxins known as dioxins. And those of you that are old enough to remember Vietnam, dioxin was a component of Agent Orange, one of the most dangerous chemicals known to man. And it has been shown that sucralose can destroy as much as 50% of the microbiome in your gut. And boy, do we need a superior interior. And Splenda alters glucose, insulin, and something called GLP-1, glucagon-like peptide levels that promotes weight gain and insulin resistance. Doesn't sound too good, does it, does it? So these diet sodas are not healthier than regular sodas. And you know what? Diet soda can be addictive. And I think a lot of you have found this. Is it worth having a stroke over? Researchers found that people who drank a drank diet soda drinks daily were 43% more likely to have suffered a vascular event, including a stroke. This significant association persisted even after controlling for other factors that could increase the risk. What are those other factors? Well, smoking, lack of physical activity, alcohol consumption, diabetes, heart disease, dietary factors. Quote, this study suggests that diet soda is not an optimal substitute for sugar-sweetened beverages and may be associated with a greater risk of stroke, myocardial infarction, or vascular death than regular soda. I'm not making this up. This is in the literature. Remember, it's not a great idea to use this if you want to lose weight. Diet sodas raise your risk of diabetes. I have a stack on that. Women who drank one 12-ounce diet soda had a 33% increased risk of type 2 diabetes. Women who drank one 20-ounce soda had a 66% rate increase of diabetes.
And it turns out that the average diet soda drinker consumes three diet drinks per day. So, you know, we, we've talked over the years about Ansel Keys and his fat-free diet. It's not the fat that makes you f- f- obese. It's all the carbs. Sugar replaced the fat because of that, that gentleman. And there's lots of studies that we've reported on. Uh, about low-fat diets. I'm not going to get into that today because I just want to bring to your attention the side effects of the artificial sweeteners and how they can be addictive. You know, they say it, it could be more addictive than cocaine. Because why? Artificial sweeteners are hundreds to thousands of times sweeter than regular sugar. And boy, when you trick the body, it gets back at you. Because it tricks your, your metabolism into thinking it's sugar. But so what does your your metabolism do? It it wants to pump out insulin. And you know, insulin is a great hormone to keep your sugar down, but you know what else it does? It is a fat storage hormone. Fat if you have too much of it and it's not being used for what it was designed for. Slows down your metabolism. You burn fewer calories. And it seems that if you consume artificial sweeteners, you eat more. Hate to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there is no free ride out there. I wish I could... uh, Be more positive about artificial sweeteners, but I couldn't find anything to be positive about because it is, if anything, a fast track to diabetes. I read one researcher, he called these a wolf in sheep's clothing. He said that's the perfect name for these artificial sweeteners. He said not only will they not help you to lose weight, they'll they'll do just the opposite. So they are good for something. I'll give you that. They add billions of dollars to these mega corporations. And may get you put on medications, which will help the big pharmaceutical companies. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a heck of a subject, right? You think that it's going to be fun, have a, have a pop, as my Midwestern friends say. All right, so what else do we have for you? Let me just check something. All right, well, I can't go there. All right, so... We're not going to talk about individual ones because they all have their idiosyncrasies. Uh, sucralose, the one that has a lot of chlorine in it. And the other thing that they're finding that is upsetting to me is that these artificial sweeteners can have a result, can have an effect on inflammation. So we say that inflammation 
is the basis of most chronic diseases. Okay, and here's another reason not to have these things in your system. I mean, it, study after study is showing risks. I mean, why would you want to drink chlorine? You know, you know the stuff that kills off the bacteria in, in your swimming pool. Well, that's what sucralose is. And then when you heat it, you have dioxin. And it's been, you know, there's lots of studies on this. This, this isn't just new. So I guess one of my one of my researchers said that if you want chlorine, just jump in a pool and start drinking. Don't take the sucralose. Well, I don't I don't go for that either, but you get you get the idea. He tried to make a point. So as we're getting older, and we do want to get older, and we want to have healthier years in our old healthy healthier years as we get older, we should uh, we got to be a little wiser. And we have to think of these artificial sweeteners as antibiotics because they destroy our gut bacteria. That's the most important thing I think I learned from doing the research for this show. Yes, it can interfere with our DNA, but we can heal that. But if our interior is not superior, we're going to get sick. We're going to get viruses. We're going to get flu. So please uh, be careful. Well, less than one can a day of regular or diet soda raises your risk of cardiovascular disease. Just remember that. Okay. And this is from November 20th. Less than one can a day of regular or diet soda raises your risk of cardiovascular disease. It's not healthier at all. You want to protect your heart. You don't want diabetes and you want to protect your gut. So are there sugar substitutes? Uh, there are. We'll go through them. There are things that you can do. One thing you should know, you know, we talk about the deaths from COVID. Sugar beverages, sugary beverage alone in 2015 caused 183,000 worldwide deaths, including 133,000 diabetic deaths and 44,000 heart disease deaths and 6,000 cancer deaths. It's almost like the tobacco industry. Okay, they, they stopped telling the people that could understand this about it and they start shifting it, their focus to low and middle income countries to offset their declining sales. I had a professor one time said that the Biggest weapon we have for other countries is shipping them Coca-Cola. Get them sick. Yeah, he probably was right. Probably was right. 
Bunty, just give me a second. Yes, call call in, please. We have a, a person who calls into the show occasionally from India, and uh, be glad to talk with him. So diet soda is bad, right? It doesn't help you to lose weight and can make you sick. I can't find a reason to recommend. You know, it's even it's been associated with depression and kidney damage. So how, why do you want to do that? You know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking coffee. Drink four cups of coffee. If you drink four cups of coffee, you know what happens? You lower your depression risk by 10%. If you drink four cans a day of, of pop, you have a 30% higher risk of depression. You have 30% greater reduction in kidney function with diet soda. With daily diet soda, you have a 36% higher risk of metabolic syndrome, obesity and diabetes and hypertension. Cardiovascular disease goes up, heart attacks and strokes, as we talked about. Needless to say, you're going to make your dentist happy because these, these diet drinks are nearly as corrosive to your teeth as battery acid. And some chronic obstructive pulmonary disease symptoms have been linked to these sodas. You know, if you don't have a happy gut, there's a gut-brain axis, and that's been associated with Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, memory loss, brain fog, chronic fatigue syndrome, and gosh, who doesn't doesn't have brain fog these days that I talk to? You getting the idea? All right. We have, um, uh, let's see if I can get him on here. I think I can. We have Bunty. Good afternoon. Well, Bunty, it's uh, 4.34 here Hi. in Southwest Florida. How are you, sir? Uh, I am fine, sir. As, as, uh, I want to ask right, one question. we're connected, Bunty. Uh, yeah. Uh, is uh, any... Uh, age... Hello. I talked with Bunty, I guess, over a week ago. He's from India, if I remember India. correctly. But for some Hello. Reason, yes, I, sir. I cannot hear him. Hello. Hello. All right. So Hello. do you get the idea about... Hello. Diet sodas. You know, next week I think I'm going to revisit high fructose corn syrup and table sugar because of the, the, the effects on our health, especially during this time where we're going through all this stress. But I think the message I want you to take home today is that these artificial sweeteners affect your gut bacteria and therefore your overall health and your immune system. And when your microbiome is distressed, you have the tendency to get sick with flu, with colds, with obesity. Okay. It can expand your waistline, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Your gut is so important to every part of your, your health. Well, I just tried to get Bunty here and I can't do it. Hello? 
Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I'll try one more time. So it seems like uh, our audience hears him, but I don't hear him. Bunty, I'm sorry. Maybe we can talk on Saturday. Um, it seems that if I use a different browser, it's easier for me to hear uh, you. And I'm, I do apologize. I'm trying to get away from everything Google because of the way they track everybody. So I try, I'm trying to the uh, a new browser. But I guess it doesn't work too good with Podbean. Sorry about that. I do apologize. So some natural sweeteners before I go. Raw honey, stevia. Raw honey is about 64 calories per tablespoon. Stevia has zero calories. Coconut sugar, about 45 calories per tablespoon. Maple syrup, 52 calories per tablespoon. Some people I know are using brown rice syrup, one tablespoon, 55 calories. And monk fruit, that has zero calories. That's pretty darn good, too. Stevia is my favorite. It's a native to South America. It's been used for hundreds of years. And it supports healthy blood sugar levels. And the element in these leaves is 200 times as sweet as sugar. And you can get it in liquid drops, packets, dissolve the tablet, dissolvable tablets. And you can bake with it. It does not have the side effects of artificial sweeteners. Stevia is related to the sunflower. And some people experience a slight metallic aftertaste. So you might want to try a brand, if it happened to you, that is higher in steviocides. That's on the packet. It'll be a little bit sweeter, but you won't have the aftertaste. And believe it or not, the ADA, the American Diabetes Association, does recommend stevia. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about this. I do apologize to Bunty. And I'm looking for his question. Is eating, are your eating habits correlated with diabetes? Well, yeah, especially for type 2 diabetics, right? On type 2, you are challenging your pancreas to make insulin. And most of the time, when you have something real sweet, your body overshoots. It makes it gets your blood sugar down, but then it, it keeps your sugar down because the insulin level doesn't uh, go down fast enough by itself. And remember, insulin is a, a fat hormone. All right, so it makes you it makes you heavier, and then is a vicious cycle and you get hungry again. When you have low blood sugar, you get hungry. You could ask a diabetic when their sugar drops, you want to eat more. So some people in the United States and I see in India too, are using a, a keto like diet. Okay. 
um, with intermittent fasting. So they would go, say, from uh, 8 o'clock at night to 12 o'clock the following day without eating. They would get, try to get 12 to 16 hours of a fast in every day and have a meal then and then another meal later in the day. But don't eat anything for a 12 to 16-hour period every day, depending on how you're working. And that's called the intermittent fasting, very popular. Uh, another thing that uh, I find my uh, physician friends doing is recommending one day of fasting a week, uh, drinking lots of water, okay? Half your body weight in ounces. So if a person weighs 150 pounds, they ounces of water in a day. They're finding that is also good to controlling type 2 diabetes. Now, type 1 diabetes, insulin dependent, is a different story. It depends on how much insulin, how it's managed, what type of delivery system. And uh, I have been retired not to know enough about these new delivery systems that are controlled by a, a computer chip. But definitely, type 1 or type 2 diabetes, you want to stay away from artificial sweeteners. Okay, they do not help either condition. And mainly because they interfere with your gut bacteria. But this DNA damage that I'm reading about really upsets me, especially with the coming of these vaccines, which are going to change our lives if... if uh, I, it's just it's just it's just frightening to me, especially if they can put an enzyme in with these vaccines so they can track you. And they say they there's a program now with Oracle and Google that all vaccine recipients will be tracked for two years. Why? Because these vaccines were developed over a three to four month period. They really don't know the long term effects. Now, are they going to put this luciferase in all the vaccines? So if they can extract a signal from it, can they input a signal to it? I don't know. Am I just being paranoid? Are we going to see an onslaught of autoimmune diseases from these vaccines? Is it truly going to be a global reset and that the, the globalists feel there's too many people in this world? You know, I don't know. I have questions, but I don't know. And I'm sorry, Bunty, I don't understand. Insulin within 55 minutes. So what, what I'm talking about is, is uh, intermittent fasting, which is hours, not minutes. It's uh, anywhere from 12 to 16 hours per day of not eating and combining, com confining your eating to the remaining hours. Bunty, if I'm sorry, uh, uh, I won't use this uh, browser on Saturday, and uh, we can talk about it during the COVID show. I have lots of things to talk about, also about this Pfizer vaccine and what they're doing. I mean, it's almost as bad as our elections uh, to, to muddy up the waters for, for to follow everybody, to see what 
side effects we're going to have. You know, people are worried about once the DNA is changed, is your body going to say it doesn't recognize it and start an autoimmune reaction? You know, it is possible. People are talking about it. I mean, J Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he's been testifying about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank all of you for listening. Uh, I hope I uh, contributed something to your health today. Uh, we just uh, have to stay positive. And one thing that I want to try and do is help the 8 million people that died in 2020 because of starvation and starvation, mainly children. I wish some of this $9 billion that the United States is putting into vaccines that we don't even know is going to work. I wish that some of this could go to the feeding the children because we know if we feed them, 100% of them will live. So I'm going to leave you with that thought. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday is, uh, is COVID, but if Bunty's around, we'll talk about anything. Uh, okay. Well, see you Saturday. If there's anything new coming up uh, in the next couple of days, we'll talk about it on Thursday. In the meantime, God bless. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Ciao. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. He's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week